Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Jory and the Coffee Psychic right here at your Psychic Connection. So, um, you know, I always like, you know, bringing uh, different guests on my show uh, or doing, of course, sharing my psychic gifts with you guys, which is normally the coffee readings, the tarot cards, you know, talking to the spirits, um, whatever I'm getting from the spirit world, you know, I'm going to share it with you. So, now, tonight, um, I was going to talk about the psychic house parties, and then I decided to talk about something else, and here are some of the things that I don't normally share with you guys. And what's really interesting is I'm actually starting to write my books, and so these are some of the things that I will be putting in my books. So there, uh, several years ago, I was going out to... Um, I was going out to Kansas City to do a radio show. My daughter 
and I were both going. My daughter is an amazing Reiki healer master teacher, uh, Terry Doolin. And, of course, we like to do paranormal things together. I, I worked with a paranormal group in the past. We had that pulled together. Uh, sometimes we'll still do something on again, off again. I've got a great friend, Sunny Bolin. Um, so she also was doing paranormal investigations. But I said to the DJ before we went out there, I said, hey, do you have any great haunted locations that, you know, we could investigate when we get down there? And she goes, well, honestly, Joran, she goes, we had this guy that was really murdering people, you know, murdering guys and stuff. And it's like, oh, I said, well, don't tell me anything else. I said, just, you know, where is the building? And she goes, honestly, the building was raised already, which means it was torn down. And I said, well, I'm just going to do some meditations on this before I get there. And, uh, you know, because as a psychic, many times you're going to have all of this information just kind of like coming through, bleeding through. And... I ended up having, there were so many different things that were happening, like, the, you know, I was going to sleep one night, and there was just some big dark shadow that showed up in my hallway. And I was like, okay, that's kind of creepy. And there was something else about the air vent. And I've got the story written somewhere, you know, it's tucked away. But I'm getting ready to put this in my book, so I want to share this with you. And I started getting a lot of information and uh, I said he was, like, taking boys, right? I was going back and forth with the DJ. She goes, yes. And um, and I'm like, okay. So I actually walked in, in the morning. I woke up. I went to go feed my cats. And for you guys that are cat lovers and cat owners, you know your cats are normally clamoring in the morning, and they're going, like, feed me, feed me. So... I went to look at my cat, which was strangely, the way my cat was sitting at the uh, dining room door, it was kind of strange. And as I looked up, here was the full figure of this man that suddenly came to me that had been murdering these, these kids. And I had been asking for spiritual information. And I'd literally asked, I said, I wonder how he murdered these kids. And I'd heard that he murdered, I think, about 15, I think it was like at least 15 or 17 kids, uh, young men. And um, and the DJ confirmed, I think she confirmed about 17. And I said, well, I think he murdered a couple more that he didn't actually bury on his property. And um, And then... One day as I was standing in the kitchen, and this was just prior to, I mean, like the energy was getting like so hot and heavy before, like it was building up with more information, more information, before my daughter and I were getting ready to go out to Kansas because I really wanted to uh, go ahead and get out there and really get investigating this property. Even though a building has been torn down, you guys have to know the spiritual energy is still there. It's like, let's say if you were on a burial Indian ground, Indian burial ground, excuse me, and they were building over this, rest assured you are probably going to have a lot of spiritual activity going on because it's a sacred space and really building buildings and people should not be living on those sacred areas. 
So there's a lot of things that happen. Energy many times still stays in place there, or the souls of the dead are getting trapped there, things like that. And, of course, you know, with many of us, like a lot of you guys that are in the um, spiritual field, it's called light workers. So we go ahead and start working with their souls and stuff like that. So when I was standing in my kitchen and I was wondering how the heck was he killing these kids, these young men, I suddenly, and this does not happen all the time, that's why I tell you guys how the psychic information comes to me. It's so varied. It's like I'll I'll read your cards, I'll get images in the coffee, I see people standing around your energy field, or I'll I'll see Alaska behind you. You know, the spirit guides will come in and talk to me, and they'll tell me stuff to tell you. So this was the first time for me. What happened was it was like a vortex opened up. So a vortex opened up directly in front of me. So this was like, um, how can I say it, kind of traveling through time. And because I kept asking, how did he kill these boys, how did he kill these guys, a big circle, and it's almost like the circle had wavy lines around it, but the center was clear. How he had been killing these kids, at least what the picture was that I picked up, was he had them in a bathtub of water. He had like a battery charger, and he had the battery chargers uh, hooked up to their nipples, and that's how he was killing the kids, killing these people, or at least some of them. It sounds very gross, um, and it it he was very, very much a mentally disturbed man. So when I found out that information, I called my DJ friend, and I said, i got to tell you, this is what I'm seeing. And she goes, oh, yes. She goes, that's accurate. I said, you've got to be kidding me. And she said, no, positively not. I said, how would you guys even know that? And she said, because one of the, one of the young men, one of the guys, escaped through a second-story window wearing a dog collar, and he found somebody, and they called the police immediately. And that's how this this heinous crime was discovered. So it's actually that's I've actually got it online here. The heinous crimes of Robert Berdella, the Kansas City butcher, uh, Kansas City butcher. So this says throughout each of his murders committed in his in his house, which is where most of the bodies were found in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Robert Berdella kept detailed notes and photos of his tortured and rape victims. So it says, A quiet spring night in Kansas City's historic park in 1988 was shattered when a man wearing nothing but a dog collar around his neck leaped from a second-story window of Robert Berdella's house where he was being held captive. He crashed to the ground and ran to a nearby meter maid who called the police. So then that's who he found, and he reached. Police secured a search warrant and proceeded to discover a... Uh, a cavalcade of horrors inside this unassuming house. Opening a second-story closet, they discovered a human skull as well as human vertebrae marked from where they had been cut with a bone saw. In the backyard, they discovered another human buried in the ground, partly decomposed. When they ventured into the basement, they found large barrels stained with blood as well as personal belongings of two missing people and a stack of Polaroid uh, pictures depicting naked men being sexually assaulted and tortured. So on and so forth, so on and so forth. So this is something that 
you know, uh, I don't know how many of you guys have ventured off into the paranormal field and doing paranormal investigations. Um, I love doing this work, and I love, um, you know, uh, getting information for people from the spirit world. Is it a yes? Am I supposed to move? How does my job look? And then there's the really honestly the darker side um, when people go to a psychic or when we do the investigations and we come up with information. Now, I didn't know anything about this man, and like I told my DJ friend, I said, don't tell me anything. I want to just see this for myself. And I actually just pulled up his information right now looking for it because I wanted to share with you guys um, the images and the things that were coming to me in my home and how this man showed himself to me. So um, if you guys are doing, starting to do paranormal investigations, you know, when I teach my psychic development classes, some of the students, some people like to read the cards straight up. Are you supposed to read the cards straight up, or are you supposed to read the cards both ways, reversed and straight up? Because the reversed actually gives you, um, it actually gives you information that is negative. And do people really want to hear the negative information? And sometimes there are just some really, 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 truly tough things that can come up. Like say if there, like say if there is a say if there is a missing person, are they dead or are they alive? And really tapping in to see, you know, if they've disappeared, where are they at? Where can you feel their energy? Things like this. These are the things that a lot of psychics truly do have to have to work with. And it's not, you know, the answers are not always happy answers. But but what you want to know is that when you're doing this work, you want to pray for the souls of the people uh that have gone through some um traumatic endings. And this is where soul rescue work comes in as an extra um uh, extended part of this job as well. You know, finding the people on the other side, helping them, stuff like that. So I just thought I'd want to share that with you guys. So if you guys have any comments, if any of you guys have been uh, in the paranormal field yourself and you've encountered some of the stuff, if you've had questions about missing people, things like that, this would be, um, this. I can look at answering any uh, questions that you might have. And it, and it might be love, it might be job, whatever it is. Uh, let me know what's on your mind tonight. And, again, any experiences that you've had as paranormal investigators encountering some of this weird stuff or scary stuff, uh, let me know that too. All right. So we're going to go right away to the phone lines, and let's see who we have online. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi, Jorian. This is Cindy, and I'm calling from Florida. Hey, Cindy. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm listening intently to your story. Yeah, that was some crazy stuff, isn't it? You know, I'll, I'll tell you, honest to God, Cindy, it's one of those things where we've got we've got the happy part of life, and, and sometimes we just have having a bad job, we got to quit our job, stuff like that. And then there are the horrific, terrible things that really do happen when somebody is mm-hmm. completely imbalanced and, you know, I mean, who knows why this man started going crazy. Normally, sometimes people that are abusers have been abused in their childhood. They didn't work it out. They acted out. It's, But it's just a horrible thing because it impacts so many people. And yep. um, 
So I, you know, he could have been really possessed, honestly, because I do exorcism work also, and uh, so many possibilities. But it's really, it's kind of a, a tough thing when we uncover stuff like that too. Yeah. And it's a good thing that guy yeah, got it's hard away. Hard to deal with. Yep. 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 Okay, so so well, what, I'm dealing what with some question you might have people. It, Okay, so my my question is concerning my job, um, and the okay. people I'm working with. I have a very unbalanced, unbalanced guy who's an alcoholic. He's a um, he's been trying to get me to quit and just harassing me and bullying me and pulling all wow. kinds of just manipulation tactics. Um, my, the actual owner of the company, my boss, is unaware, I believe, of what's going on. He's so busy with so many projects in different locations and always constantly running. Um, yes. So so he kind of delegates to this guy because this guy has been with him for five years. Yeah. Um, but this guy's manipulating. Like, he'll tell me, oh, just wait a couple hours. Don't come in yet. Just wait. And then, then meet us down there when, and then trying to make it tell him the boss that, oh, well, she doesn't bother to show up in the morning. She must not want to work trying to cut my hours. So I'm getting oh, part-time no. hours where I should be working full-time. I can't pay my bills. Then when the boss isn't around, he starts getting really nasty with me and ordering me around and just trying to trying to get me to respond, trying to provoke a response um, Yeah. And, and get me mad enough to leave. And he's got another guy that works there part-time that is very irresponsible Hardly ever yeah. shows up. He cherry picks if it's a day we're doing something he doesn't want to do. He just doesn't show up for a week or something or a month, and then he comes yeah. back. And they're both alcoholics, so they're they're kind of in this together. And he's trying to get him on board, get rid of me, so he can get the hours and have him working. Because then they'll go park in a truck and air condition and not work. Right, right, and right. They're, they're buddies of it. So, what do I do? I mean, if I I'm, I'm like at wit's end and ready to quit, but if I walk out, then how am I going to pay my bills and my rent's due? Am I in a, but here, if I stick it out, every day's wasted, and then I end up with three or four hours in the middle of the day. They stall me and then take off, or send me off early, and then I'm like, okay, well, let, now my Let me day's... do two things here. Let me do two things here. Let me do okay. a real quick spread. How is it going to turn out if you, if you stay, stay at the job? Because you've got you've got options here. And one of the other options, Cindy, would be to really look at this as an opportunity to get out and find another job. But you don't have to do it right away. But really getting out to start going like, wow, that's a very unhealthy environment for you to be in and that for you to go. But there's two things that I'd suggest before you do that. But let me throw the cards out here for you. Okay. So if you stay at that job, how's it going to turn out? If you stay at the job, how's it going to turn out? If Cindy stays at this job, how's it going to turn out? Tell me when to stop shuffling, Cindy. Okay. All right. I'm going to cut this into three piles. Pick one, two, or three. Pick one, two, or three. Oh, for me to pick one, two, or three? Two. Yep. Two? Okay. Two. All right. So let's see. Yep, definitely money loss and feeling very defeated and frustrated. You're thinking about, you've thought about quitting. Here's the man in your unconscious mind. And still hidden enemies in front of you. I don't know that you're supposed to quit yet, number one. Not like you can't get, not like you can't start looking, okay? But it doesn't look like you kind of should be quitting yet. So there's two things that I would suggest you to do. 
All right, if you've listened to my show before, you know I talk about candle magic, okay? Okay. All right? So what you want to do is you want to take a white candle, and you want to go ahead and take olive oil on your fingertip and go in a clockwise motion and start repeating at least three times, whatever's in the darkness, come into the light. Whatever's in the darkness, come into the light. Whatever's in the darkness, come into the light. So the truth may be revealed and then you sit there meditating and always always light a candle first for god okay or however god god is whoever god is to you or your higher self whatever and because uh, you're invoking god's help okay so you want to go mm-hmm. ahead and do that prayer so this way the stuff that the shenanigans that this man is doing behind the mm-hmm. boss's back will somehow come out, and the boss will see exactly who he is and how he's running his business, okay? That you want to have happen. And I'm not getting like you should quit right now. And, you know, I mean, you can even text your boss and say, hey, I could sure use more hours. I I keep being told not to come in. Um, I keep telling him. But I sure would love more hours. I keep talking to him. Yep. I keep talking to him firsthand and say, I really need full-time hours. I just... I just told him again this week, I really need full-time hours. I really, you know, these part-time out, part-time weeks are really killing me because I, I can't pay my bills. I know, I know. Right, I'm I got that, get but, you some but hours. I want you to hear what I'm but, saying first, Cindy. Hey, I want you to hear okay. what I'm saying, okay? okay? So you can say, I'm not quite sure why Tom, or whatever his name is, keeps telling me not to come in. I don't want you to think that I'm not dedicated to this job. So this way, if he doesn't know that Tom's been telling you to stay home, then he's going to go like, what? So then he'll explore it more. The other thing I'd want you to do is the, there's the book called The Secret. And in the book The Secret, mm-hmm. now they've got either CDs or audio downloads, book or video. I would get that, I would get that book and I'd start visualizing that you're in a very happy, healthy, wonderful, amazing job where everybody loves you and you've got all the, all the hours that you need. Now, if you keep visualizing that and visualizing that and visualizing that, eventually you're going to bring that into your reality, quite honest, honestly. So, um, and then one more thing, and, and, you know, all you guys know that I love the candle magic stuff because what you're doing with candle magic is you're literally moving the negative energy away from you. So two weeks before the full moon also, Cindy, you're going to want to go ahead and take a green candle, and again, always light your altar candle, your candle white for God. You're going to take a green candle two weeks before the full moon. I don't care, you guys, if these are little tea light candles. Take a drop of olive oil. Go clockwise motion on the top of the candle for please bring me more money, riches, attainment, prosperity. And then a red candle next to that means expediency, passion. I need it now. And one of my friends, he needed money for his house taxes so bad, he kept praying, he kept doing this, kept praying for it, played the lottery. Swear to God, he won the exact amount of money he needed to pay his house taxes. Okay. So Cindy, give those things go give those things a try. Let me know how it works out. But again, somebody said to me, Jorianne, I did do the, the love stuff like you asked me to or the love prayer like you asked me to and nothing happened. And all I can tell you is, look, if you're planning on being a surgeon, did you take one class? Did you show up one day? 
or were you on top of this? Were you proactive? Were you working hard at actually moving the energy around you? Okay. All right, Cindy, please let me know what happens, and we're going to move on to our next caller. Hi, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi, I'm Melvin. I'm calling from Georgia. Thank you. Yes, sir, Melvin. Welcome to the show. And what's on your mind, sir? Yes, ma'am. I just have a question, you know, uh, about my daughter. Uh, I haven't spoken with her in about a year, and she just popped up last week. And uh, I'm just curious, is is something going on with her or uh, uh, what she's up to? Because she does this, like, every year she stopped talking to me. And then she'll pop back up trying to kill my relationship. This is like a terrible question, but does she ever ask for money? Not yet. You know, look like she might. Has she in the past? No, 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 ma'am. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, so I don't know if she's going to, but I I just had to ask that question. Okay, so can you just give me her first name? Sharika. Sharika, this is Sharika, 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 Sharika and Melvin. Sharika and Melvin, Sharika and Melvin, Sharika and Melvin. Well, I've got. Did she? Did she ever say that she had any issues with you, Melvin? Yeah, she did in the past. You know, her and I. You know, had wouldn't see an eye to eye, so we stopped talking to each other. But I'm thinking she, I, I think she may be ill or something and ain't telling me. And I think she want to tell me. Is that, I, I don't know, but she haven't asked me for any money. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So it kind of feels like she's still hanging on to some emotional upsets from the past, which a lot of times all of us do if there's something we get trapped in or we get upset with. And... um so it feels like she's upset with you still from the past and that she comes in, but she feels very, she still feels very distant to me when I'm tapping into her energy. And um, like she still is kind of like really mad at you still. And and I think she's expecting you to do more on your part, mm. but she still feels very cold and distant. And I think she's actually been that way for a long time. Honestly, uh, the one thing I can tell you is I'm glad at least she's still coming back like every year. Um, so there's some connection where she still wants to try to clear something up. Have you guys ever sat down to just have a real heart-to-heart talk and oh, ask yeah. her what, yes, what's going on? And, and uh, I don't know what's going on. I mean, my, all my kids treat me that way, and I end up raising them. So they all doing it together. So, and I you don't did know. raise them, right? Uh, you raised them because I know yes, I felt something I had, about the mom. Oh yeah, well there you go. She she didn't yeah. She drank. See, I had permanent custody of them when they was little, and yeah. uh, I, but one of my sons passed away. But uh, I have one daughter now. I have uh, three sons living, but we have no relationship. And now all of a You're sudden, so I'm sorry. trying to take care of myself, doing my thing, and then all of a sudden she's popped up like a popcorn. And wanted to come over, and didn't even call yeah. and ask me nothing. Just came to my house, and I this, don't know what I, she wants from me. 
Can I tell you, uh, that might be a really clear conversation to have with her, by the way, being very kind and gentle and, and saying to her, you know, you, you keep leaving all the time and you come back every so often and it doesn't feel like we have a real relationship here. I'm just wondering if you want to build a relationship or why are you so in and out with me? The other thing, and Melvin, I don't know if you're okay with lighting candles and saying prayers over candles. Oh, yeah. But one of, good. So one of the best, and you've got to be real fire safe with these candle prayers, okay? One of the mm-hmm. best candles I can tell you to light is a red tapered candle. So it's one of those red, long, skinny dinner candles that people have on their you know, dining room table. It's got to be red. Oh. You've got to cut off an inch of the bottom of that candle, just an inch. Don't cut the wick off. Just pull the wax off. Now you've got to go from the center of the candle, so you hold your hands at the center, and again, with that olive oil, because it's got to be an oil, but olive oil is considered an all-purpose oil. So you're going to wet your fingertips with that oil, and you're going to rub it from the center to the bottom, all the way to the bottom, and just keep rubbing that oil, rubbing that oil. This is called dressing your oil. You're dressing your candle. And then go to the other side. And then take the olive oil, go to the other side, other side, other side, other side. Now, remember, you don't want to just do this once because you're trying to change the energy. And what's happening is you're reversing the flow of the current energy that's going on. That's why you are reversing this candle upside down. So when you think about it, the tip of the candle is so small that how how is it going to stand up by itself? Well, it's not. You've got to melt some liquid candle wax into your candle holder. Hopefully it's going to be brass because sometimes the glass ones will break. And you're going to flip it. You're going to melt enough wax in there where you know that when you hold that candle in there, it's going to solidify. And right. then once it's solid and it's standing straight up, then you're going to say, God, please remove any and all negative energy that's getting in my way of having a happy, healthy relationship with my family. And then you repeat it again, and you keep repeating that prayer so you're in a state of meditation saying, please remove any and all negative energy that's getting in my way. Even of having, you can even say of having clarity on why my Mm -hmm. kids don't want to talk to me. You know, because, you know, you'd like to know. You want to get on with your life. Either they're going to be a part of your life or they're not. And you can keep asking God to remove the negative energy, which means that, you know, your daughter will have to, like somehow she might psychically feel nudged to tell you what's really been bothering her. And that's really what you, and that's really what you want to know. So um, I I hope you'll do that prayer. I ended up doing that prayer, and I've told this to people before. I love these. I love these candle prayers. Uh, I did mine in a triangle because I'm still very Catholic, very Christian, and so mine was for Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And at one point, uh, I wasn't talking with one of my sisters because um, uh, we had been upset with each other, and we did not have any clear communication going on. And it was that lasted about two years, you guys. So. Sometimes it just happens with family members. So I ended up going ahead and I did this prayer, and I just happened to be in her neighborhood doing errands that day. I walked. I just I just decided I'm going to drop in, effectively, see if she'll talk to me, and we had it resolved. Swear to God, this is not a joke. Within five minutes, whatever we had to say brought us to complete clarity, and we got to be friends again. 
And then when I went home, which is right after that, there was a stolen piece of merchandise returned on my couch. And I was like, whoa, that was really a powerful, powerful prayer. So, Melvin, please do that. Uh, and my, my heart really goes out to you because I know it's tough when, you know, your dad is with your kids. And I really get her being, you know, I still do get her being cold and distant, but she's upset about something that happened between you guys when she was younger. And the only way you guys can really get through it is by having some uh, some real serious conversations where people put all their cards out on the table. And you want to make sure you listen to her because it might not be the exact truth the way you remember it, but it's what occurred for her. And you want you might want to go like, well, wow, I didn't realize that that you took you know you took it that way or that's how you heard it or whatever. So good luck, Melvin. Let me know what happens, please. Okay. All right. Let's see who's next in line. I call her. Who is this? And where are you calling from? Hello. All right. All right, so what happens many times is we have a lot of people that like to call into the show and listen in. All right, so let's see who we have next online. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Michelle calling from Georgia. Hey, welcome to the show, Michelle. How are you tonight? Thank you. Um, I'm doing pretty well. Um, So I wanted to know what you saw about this um, possible opportunity, I um, invented something, and Mm -hmm. I think I might have gotten a major company interested in it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very early, but um, I'm hoping that... Can I tell you right away what I think? Yeah. Something feels so good for you. When you said this, it, it feels like I'm getting goosebumps. And it's like <laughs> it's like something feels so good for you here. And I would continue to move forward on this, Michelle. You know, make sure you've got your lawyers. Make sure you've got all of that stuff in place uh, because that's first and foremost. You know, you've got to have the, um, God, what is it? You've got your lawyer. You get your, not a copyright patent or whatever it is yeah. that you need. You know, and you got that in patent. order already, right? It's patent pending, so they've got to approve yes. it, but I, I'm pretty sure it's going to go through. I'm, I'm very hopeful. And, yeah, and I started calling around for lawyers today, you know, very early, but I just feel like, um, you know, it might it might actually happen, and pretty fast. To me, it it really feels like there's amazing energy around this project for you. And I would definitely keep going forward. And okay. and tonight tonight is also going to turn into a, a candle magic night. So that's what's going to that's what's going to happen here. So so for you, I would say two weeks before the full moon. Again, light a white candle because we always want to honor God and all the angels and all the helpers that help us on the other side. And you want to light a green candle, which means money, riches, attainment, prosperity. And you can light this candle. You can order money oil online or you can uh, use the olive oil. And you take a couple of drips. Now, for yours right now, Michelle, 
I would want you to get at least a probably yeah, seven-day candle. Um, you have to make sure that you're very safe about this. I don't know if you have cats. Do you have cats? I have five cats. In fact, my invention has to do with cats. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so great. Well, there you go. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. And yeah. so I... I want to make I want to make sure that you don't have your cats that come around and their tails get caught up in the fire yeah. or whatever. I so know. So you want to yeah, go ahead. Yep. Make sure you take a candle. I would for you. I want you to have a pillar candle in green, and of course the white one for God. This is the way I'd like you to do it. I'd want you to take get some money oil uh, off of the internet. You're going to take a couple of drops of olive oil or money oil. Or olive oil, going a clockwise motion on the top. You're going to light that candle, and you're going to start in a meditation. Start seeing this beautiful green mist of energy forming around your body. Then you're going to inhale it in, and so you're going to see the inside of your body all green. And then you exhale, and it'll dissipate. And then I want you to see money falling down from the sky, coins, gold, change, dollar bills, and just see all of this money from heaven coming down around you, okay? And, and of course, if you, you can do this in the morning. Yes, you can put it out, you know, when you go to work. But this yeah. candle needs to be continuously lit for two weeks before the full moon up to the full moon, Okay. Night of the oh, full that's moon. Today. today, today is two weeks before the full moon. <gasps> Sweet. Isn't it, isn't so you it? can start that Yeah, let me think. Um, the full moon. We are in uh, September. The full moon would yes, be a Pisces moon of Pisces. No, that that would be um, three. Um, that'd be a good three weeks away. Okay, so I don't have my calendar in front of me. So remember, if we are. Uh, if we don't, if we have a week up to the new moon, which is the black of the moon, we're in the release cycle. So what you could do, just like Melvin, Melvin could light a candle saying, "Please remove any and all negative energy again that I say that's getting in my way of having this amazing relationship with my with my family members." And that's really important too when we're having stressful times with our family members. Uh, and sometimes there's they're just so. They're just misunderstandings a lot of the times. Or people are angry, something happened. But there's always always space for healing. So I would do the green candle two weeks before the full moon. If you want to still, you still have time to uh, release any negative energy that's getting in your way of having this invention become an amazing invention and uh, very prosperous, you can start using uh uh, words to say, please remove any and all negative energy that's getting in my way of having this invention successful. That's where I'd go with that. And then two weeks before the full moon, start visualizing the money, see the coins falling down, all of that. That's where I'd go with this one. Um, so I, ran, I, I kind of randomly started calling the right kind of attorneys, and of course this is all brand new to me, and yeah. one guy said that he knew a whole network. He doesn't do it exactly, but he has involved in a whole network of attorneys. And he mentioned somebody in another state that mm-hmm. that did that. 
Um, I'm wondering if I should well, you, go. Well, and, you know, you should stay. Away, you know, you should stay away from the the things that are online that say inventions. You know, oh, bring, yeah, no, bring no, our, no. your invention to us. Yeah, no, that sort no, of thing. No. Yeah. yeah. So what I can tell you is, um, what I can tell you is, I do full time readings. So I try to give you guys a little bit of information online, online here on the radio show. If you do want me okay. to do a more in depth reading, let me give you my number. Okay. That's two one nine nine four zero ninety two ninety two two one nine nine four zero ninety two ninety two. Check me out at coffeepsychic dot com, and then we could actually get into like the deeper questions for you. Oh, good luck. And like I said, my my very first my very first impression. Do I think it's going to be great? I honestly do. So um, let me know what happens. And you know, here's the thing about these inventions, you guys. What I've learned is that sometimes they really can take quite a while to get going. So um, and sometimes they can just turn over overnight. That's why I say, please make sure you go ahead and look at um, uh, look at some of this candle magic, these candle prayers. All right, let's see who we have next online. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, Dory. It's been a while. It's Kay from Chicago. Kay, how are you? It's been a while. How's it been? <laughs> it has been a while. I hope you got the Christmas newsletter. I had promoted you there. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. Oh, that's a blessing. Thank you, Kay. Yeah, you didn't see it, but it it happened. Well, hopefully you got customers. (laughs) Oh, thank you, thank you. Okay, so So, um, the question is, I wanted to start this online university, and um, I got a group of people, because, you know, I'm a serial entrepreneur, so that was my yeah. new idea. And I've gotten <laughs> a group of people to to get involved, and they like the idea, but every, um, I guess everyone has kind of dropped out except my cousin. And I wonder, okay. is this going to happen? Because that's the only support I have left is my cousin. I mean, everybody was, I mean, the key players, I wanted to be involved in it. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, they they don't see the vision anymore, so it's just me and my well, that's cousins. Just it. Yeah, you got to have a group of people. You really have to have a group of people that are holding the same um, mission statement, and they're yeah. also as involved as you are, right? Yeah, right. Well, and and also they had the land. <laughs> that's the most important thing. But what I want to know is where should where what direction should I go with this? Okay, you know? well, let me just see if it's going to be successful for you, so you don't keep wasting your time. Okay? Because I got permission. For, I got permission. Okay, you 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 tell me. Okay, because the dream was to have it online, but also have it at a, a at a specific spot, and those people have the land. And um, okay, so that's a so twofold question. So let's just tell me again. This is university for what? Yes. Um, an online university. I had read somewhere that that's the direction that um, that, that education is going, and it's a multi-million, billion. I got it. Opportunity. I got it. So I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. So the question is, how will it turn out if you 
Uh, how is this online university going to turn out for you? That's what we want to ask. All right, so tell me when yeah. to stop. Stop. Tell me when to stop shuffling, please. Stop. Okay. I'm going to cut this into three piles for you. Please pick one, two, or three, because tonight we're definitely doing the cards on some of these questions. Look, there's mm-hmm. interference, but you do mm-hmm. love this idea. That's for darn sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what legal things you're going to have to go through. It is definitely education and learning that's here. Mm-hmm. There are some disappointments that you're going to deal with in the near future, just saying. And you're right, people have left you. Hang on, mm-hmm. hold on. All right, so you know me, Kay. I'm going to be as straight as an arrow with you, okay? Yeah. So this this does not look like you have the support. There, you don't at this moment in time. I'm not going to say that you shouldn't go forward with this. What I'm telling you is sometimes you have to pull back and reorganize or maybe even jump on board with other people for the time being because you've got mm-hmm. you've got a man here promising you stuff, but he positively cannot follow through. You've had other people, um, again, like you said, have not supported you, and then there's lack of control, lack of vision, no idea where this is going, and that's true. That's what's happening for you. And mm-hmm. but you still have you still have positive energy coming in from the outside world. That's why that's why sometimes where we're at in a situation, it might not be workable now, but it might be workable later. And you might have to find you might have to reorganize yourself, pull in the other people that are gonna help you, and that just might be the way to go. Don't give up on this dream. I'm not saying that. It looks like at this moment in time you're not being supported. I think you have to reorganize yourself, re-strategizing, re-strategize and get new people in here. And maybe even connect with somebody else that's on the same playing field as you. And, um, you know, I so, so I want to say something, Kay. Uh, there's a program that I've gone to for a while, and it's called Landmark Worldwide. It's a personal growth and development uh, company where they do uh, coaching. And it's self empowerment. It's transformational work. So, you know, it's not it's not like fixing you or changing you. It's there's the word transformation where it's it's positively self empowerment. It's things like what you're talking about right now, Kay, is something where they take people um and you get to work with yourself. It's all self discovery, it's all amazing and I've seen so many people become self empowered and um and have just taken major ideas like the one that you have um, and suddenly get some energy behind it, you know, and look at it differently. So I'm just going to pop that number out there for you guys. Uh, It's a Chicago center, but anyone, it's worldwide, by the way, worldwide, very powerful program. That's 312-440-3440. That's Landmark Worldwide. 312-440-3440. Three one two four four zero three four four zero. So, Kay, it's some things like that, relationships, things like that too, that you can uh, transform. So, give that, give that a call if you want to get some extra support around uh, creating this amazing uh, new venture. All right. And again, if you guys need a, a more in-depth reading, two one nine nine four zero ninety two ninety two. All right. So, we're going to move on to the next call. 
Again, I've got a lot of callers here. I'm going to try to get as many callers in as I can tonight. All right. Let's see who we have next online. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hey, it's Nathaniel from California. Nathaniel, you know how much I love you. (laughs) Always great to hear you. Nathaniel, one of these days we're going to have you on. You really inspired me when you told me about that one book. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, everybody's, uh, you know, Edison was born the day of design. So, wow. you know, I've just looked into, you know, every day being, you know, something special. You know, like, a, well, you know, Jimi Hendrix being born the day of electrifying excitement. Wow, isn't that amazing? Now, is that something, let me ask you this, is that something where if people called in, you could say, give me your birth date, and then all of a sudden you can tell them what day they were born on? Hey, because people, like when all all the other people, they say, give me the day, you know, the date, and, you know, they'll say, uh, you know, October 7th or something, and that's the day of defiance. That's, uh, wow. Uh, so, you know, so I can say, yeah, well, you know, so Hitler was born, you know, April 20th. That was the day of worldly challenge, but he also was an ox. So, you know, that, that, that wow. blended it. But that's kind of hard, you know. You get all kinds of different people. To so do you have all the dates memorized? Like for, do you have 365 most dates them, memorized, of, really? Yeah, yeah, most of them. Then, you know, I know, you know, so many different people born on that day, you know, so. Wow, that's crazy. Well, look, so you know what? What, I, what? what question do you have tonight? Any specific question? Well, I just love you know, when you were I talking just, about uh, that stuff last week. I, I, just bought, I just bought a new $4,000 guitar. I wonder if I'm going <gasps> to like it so much, I'm going to keep it. Let me take a look. Hey, you know what I do see? I do see a dead man around you. Did you have like right. a, a brother, brother-in-law, or cousin that died? Because I got a... I got a dead man that's around you. I have a twin brother. Oh, your twin brother. Oh, well, he positively supports you. I've got goosebumps when I'm thinking about him. I just saw him standing right next to you, kind of behind you-ish. And, um, whoo. So did, did anyone, did he call you Nate or does anyone call you Nate or what's, what's that? You know, uh, I actually, uh, he, he never really called me Nate, but he, he only lived uh, 54 days after birth. <gasps> wow. Well, I swear to God, I'm not kidding. I hear the name Nate, and I know you're Nathaniel, and you always yeah. introduce yourself as Nathaniel, but I swear to God, I'm hearing the name Nate. Um, sorry you lost your twin so early, but again, this is what I this is what I like reminding people of. We're, the only way to get back into this, uh, reincarnation cycle is through a small body, you know, through the, you know, egg and the sperm getting together, creating a body, and then we come back in. Uh, outside of walk-ins, which means that a human being is willing to give its life up, and then uh, the body is healthy, and then a high, highly evolved spiritual being will come in to become a teacher and stuff like that, and kind of uh, there's an agreement there. So when somebody passes away and they think of this person as being a baby, um, that's just the age of the vehicle in which the the transition happens. So uh, we definitely are all highly evolved spiritual beings. So 
when I'm looking at your brother, I'm seeing him as a big spirit and not a baby. So I just want to let you know that. And I saw him standing behind you as a fully grown man. So even though he had to leave the earth plane early. So you right. know, I, I feel just a like sense of... You know, just like grandparents, again? you know, we just like our grandparents remember them when they were wrinkled. But, you know, that's yeah. not how they're going to be, you know, when you see them. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, you know, you look at your body and then you get more wrinkles and more wrinkles and you think, wow, you know, when you're 90, you know. <laughs> totally. You know, well, here's the thing, too. When my grandmother died, she died at 87, but that night she came to me in the middle of the night and she stood at the foot of my bed. And I'm going to tell you something. At that time, I was not used to seeing dead people. And I was so shocked. I was like, ah, Nana. We called her Nana, and I said, "Go away!" And she had this. She looked like she was about, I don't know, thirty-seven years old. She had bright red flaming hair because that's what she always had when she was alive. And she just stood there with her hands folded down over her front front of her lap. And it was just. And she came to me seven or eight times that night. So what they say is, when somebody dies and they come to visit you, they show themselves at the time that they felt most like most comfortable or most, you know, how they really felt, what age they felt really great at. So uh-huh. so I would say as far as your $4,000 guitar, honestly, I'm not 100% sure that you're going to keep it. <laughs> I'm not sure you're going to keep your guitar, Nathaniel. And, um, you think I should, I should keep it? Else? No, I no, no. I'm... I'm not sure that you're going to. Uh-uh. Okay. When when I feel the energy around you keeping that guitar, I'm not getting it as a like, it's like, ooh, baby, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. And so I've got more of a sense that you might you might choose to get like another uh, guitar as a possibility. Um, so, yeah, and you know what, I'd also, I'd also ask your brother to come in your sleep and talk to you, give you a little bit of information and stuff. So, um, all right, so I've got to move on. We've only a few minutes left. I cannot believe how fast this hour goes. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, Nathaniel, let me know what you decide to do with that wonderful guitar of yours. And maybe you can play it for us sometime, too. Okay. Good luck. Good luck. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Thank you so much. I didn't think I'd get in, but thank you. This is Lisa, Arizona. And I just – hi. Thank you. I have been getting – uh, it's a new phone call that has been coming in, and yes. they don't. It came in as a blocked call, and normally I don't pick those up, but I did on this one. And they get, they read my name, my middle name, and my last name, and they said, "Is this you?" And I said, "Yeah." And I said, "Is this a scam call?" And he gave me like a eight 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 number and had more numbers after that and he said give them the tracking number and he named a town that I used to live in he said I'll meet you and you can sign for these documents can I tell you something I don't trust this as far as you can throw it you didn't do anything on this yet did you I called my lawyer and I called the police but they also called my relatives close relatives and it's bothering them terrible this this feels like it's shady. It feels dirty. It feels underhanded. It is. This is not a good thing at all. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, and I'm glad you called the police because this is just not. 
You know, the bad thing is sometimes these scammers get a hold of your personal information. And the fact that he's even calling your family members, you might, if you can identify this person, you might have to get a, a peace bond or an order of protection on this person. Wow. Okay. Well, I, he gave me the name of the agency he works for, and it says it's a litigation company that outsources this, what he's doing. So I didn't know if someone was trying to track me, although I'm easily, you know, found. Not hiding. Right? So, I don't... so can I tell you something? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you now. I you know this is what I can tell you. I'm sure not 100%, Lisa. Boy, I sure could be wrong. But I've been doing this work for so long that as soon as you said I got a phone call, all I felt was like a grip in my stomach. I felt bad energy come over me. So if okay. somebody's trying to is somebody trying to do something against you, somebody's trying to do something, this does not feel right. It does not feel good, ma'am. So okay. for sure, if it's one of those things, let's say if somebody is trying to track you, again, this would be a perfect time to turn this over to your lawyer and let him handle it and see what comes out of it. But okay. this is not Thank something you. that you should be playing with on your own. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, and I called the police and, you know, ask them about it. So, yeah. Good, good. That's that's the way I'd go. That's the way I'd go because something doesn't feel right here. Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Listen to your intuition because I'm kind of thinking your intuition is already telling you something's not right. Otherwise, you wouldn't have called the police anyway. Yeah, well, I have nothing to hide, and he shouldn't have anything to hide, you know, if it's legitimate. I just... It was weird. I did Don't you wish that would be that simple? Yeah, I did have someone pass recently, and I thought, well, maybe, you know, it's connected with that. I, you know. If it was, though, they'd tell you straight up, ma'am. I would hope. Thank yeah. you. Good luck. Good luck. And let me know what Thank happens. You. I'm open to all kinds of feedback. If you've just won $5 million or $10,000 from somebody that died, Give me a call. Let me know if it if it if it turned out differently what I'm seeing. Okay. Thank you. Good luck. Thank yes, you. ma'am. Thank you. I I hope you win a lot of money. By the way, good luck, Lisa. Thanks a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Light those green candles, Lisa. Light those green candles. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Take care. All right, you guys. I can hardly believe it. Almost a whole hour has gone by. Um, so, again, if you are looking uh, for a more in-depth reading, um, I, I do exorcisms. I do psychic house parties where I'll actually come to your house and I'll read like 10, 10 of your guests. You get your reading free. You just have to have a separate room with a card table and two chairs, a fresh pot of coffee, a pint of real half-and-half half cream. And I travel around. I do those house parties. I do psychic seances. I'll even do a seance at your own home. Um, which is wonderful, but remember, no drinking 24 hours before a seance. You don't want to have any kind of alcohol or recreational drugs in your system. Again, this is Jorian, the Coffee Psychic. Hey, you guys, I want to say thanks to everybody that called in tonight, and I'm sorry I wasn't able to get to everybody um, that I couldn't get to, but please call again next week here. This is Jorian, the Coffee Psychic, with your psychic connection right here at Blog Talk Radio. 
God bless you all. Hugs and kisses. All right. Good night, everybody.